This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Now, Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio joins the fight to help conquer cancer with our trusted contributors at the Canadian Cancer Society. Here's your guest host, Jane Brown. Research shows that volunteering not only helps you live longer, but makes you healthier as well. The Canadian Cancer Society is looking for volunteers for its Wheels of Hope program for cancer patients who have no other way of getting to and from cancer-related care or who cannot afford the transportation costs. Volunteer drivers are needed right across the GTA, especially in Toronto, Woodbridge, and Richmond Hill. Joining me in studio, is a longtime Cancer Society volunteer, Gilles Fecteau, and Senior Coordinator of Volunteer Engagement for the Canadian Cancer Society, Anika Ostry. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Gilles, first of all, tell us your story. Why did you get involved in driving cancer patients to and from their appointments? Well, after I retired from 30 years at IBM, and uh, I was doing some volunteering in um, uh, helping wild animal and other things. And while we were at Still working at IBM, uh, my wife and I had helped a friend of my wife that had cancer driving her to patient. And one day uh, we were looking for other things to volunteer. My wife was starting with CNIB, and uh, I saw an ad in the, in the paper that Cancer Society was, and I like driving, so I thought I'll give it a try. That was 12 years ago. And, and you're still, still doing, doing it. it. That's right. <laughs> what is it about reaching this age in life, the Zoomer years, where you feel that need to give back, to volunteer, to be part of the community? Well, you know, like I, I feel I've been very lucky in life. I was born at the right time in the best country in the world. I had a great education. I had a 30-year career with IBM. I, I retired as an executive, and I, uh, I wanted to give back. And I think it's, our, it's in our gene, in our nature, to help people and give back. Has cancer affected anyone in your family? Do you feel close to the cause for that reason? <laughs> Uh, not really. The the only cancer in our family was one of our cat had cancer, okay. but not no nobody uh, in the family. Did. Lucky you. Yeah. Knock on wood. <laughs> yeah. uh, how much do you volunteer? Well, I, I drive. I drive two days a week, like Tuesday and Thursday. That's very and nice. So, so, uh, and the day in the life of a volunteer, how many people are you picking up, uh, and are they the same people week after week? Do you develop relationships with them? Yeah. Well, it's uh, the answer to those. Uh, the number of people vary, but uh, uh, now I drive up to four people, mm-hmm. four person patient per uh, the day I drive. And uh, uh, because patients get treatment like patients that have radiation will get it every day, they try to assign the same driver to the same patient. So you, you get to know the, the people, you drive them for a while now. Now, I always give this story when I, the last day I drive somebody to radiation, I always tell them, I hope I never have to see you again, yes. not because I didn't enjoy it, <laughs> because I hope you won't need our service right, anymore. Right, that you'll be cancer-free <laughs> for <right>. good. <laughs> Uh, what kind of reception are you met with uh, the cancer patients who you've driven, in some cases, for months at a time, I would think? Yeah, uh, most uh, uh, people are generally very appreciative. Yeah. It really helped them. It uh, as uh, you know, uh, uh, 
people that get cancer are very frightened generally at the beginning. It's a, it's a very hard experience. They don't know what to expect. So besides providing the, the drive, we try to we provide kind of a, a familiarity of the, the same driver from, from time to time and the conversation. And like some people want to talk about anything except their cancer. Some people want to talk about their cancer. It's, uh, so you have to go with the flow and, uh, and uh, try to uh, make them as comfortable as possible. I can tell by the way you're expressing yourself and the smile on your face that you get as much out of this as the cancer patients who are being assisted. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, sometimes you have some uh, some hard situations. Sometimes, yeah. like you, you got uh, uh, the the thing I find the hardest is uh, when I have to drive. Can people that you ca- cannot be blamed by their lifestyle, like children, three year old children or ten year old child that is going for cancer treatment, and that's uh, that's kind of uh, it's very hard because it feels so unfair. It's, uh, you can st- share your stories of volunteering with us here now on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-744-740. Does Gilles' story move you to want to volunteer, maybe specifically for the Canadian Cancer Society? It is easy to get involved. I don't want to get you confused by giving out lots of phone numbers. We have the phone numbers here to call to be part of the conversation today, 416 360 1-866-744-740. Maybe you have a question of Gilles as well as Anika. I want to get chatting here with Anika as well about what's involved, what's expected of you, what you'll get out of volunteering for the Canadian Cancer Society. And it is easy to get involved simply by calling, and you'll want to grab a pen for this, and, and I will give the number out again a couple of more times this half hour, one 939 3333 to volunteer for the Canadian Cancer Society, 1-888-939-3333. Let's get to Anika and, and talk about what happens when you make, when that phone call is made mm-hmm. saying, I want to help you guys. Well, that's a great phone call to uh, to have to answer because we need lots of volunteers for a lot of different reasons. Um, I work primarily on the Daffodil Month campaign, which happens every April. Um, so we have volunteers across the GTA that sell um, daffodil pins at various locations, um, like Loblaws, the TTC stations, um, their local grocery stores. We have volunteers that um, sell pins at their school or their workplace. So it's a very customizable campaign. Um, the idea is to get out there in your community and sell pins um, and the funds that you raise and the awareness that you raise goes back to our mission to support Canadians that are living with cancer now and to fund research so that we can find a cure for cancer. So there's two different ways to offer your assistance. There's during the Daffodil campaign in April or perhaps in a more long-term way the way, the way that Gilles helps out with Wheels of Hope. Absolutely. We have a lot of different opportunities depending on how much time you have and what capacity you'd like to volunteer in. So Wheels of Hope, of course, we have a a big demand for volunteer drivers and there are a lot of cancer patients that need to get to treatment. I believe the number is one in seven cancer patients that can't get to treatment. So that is a a very important service. Um, If you just have maybe two hours of your time and you want to volunteer, you can do it uh, through Daffodil Month in April um, by signing up for a shift near you and selling pins with your friends, with your 
your families. We have students that do it. They need their hours to graduate. So parents out there that have um, high school students, um, there's no excuse. <laughs> very simple, very easy. You just sign up and, and sell pins. So We want to get that enthusiasm going for the Canadian Cancer Society and the good work that they do. Make their phone ring one 888 Let's go to Ross in Toronto. You're on Zoomer Radio. Ross, how are you? What would you like to add today? I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to uh, say um, that um, this is for us is a way to give back, a way to help. Many of these large institutions, charitable institutions, uh, there's a lot of waste, just like government. But for us, this is a direct benefit to the customer, to the patient, and and it's it's very rewarding. Ross, it sounds like you you do this kind of work. I do. I've been a driver for eight years. With the Canadian oh, Cancer Society? Yes. Fantastic. And, I, cover, uh-huh. I go anywhere from Kingston uh, to Peterborough to Oshawa, and I do all the Toronto hospitals. Wow. And, I mean, we should bring up here as well, you are reimbursed for the kilometers, that uh, the money you spend on gas. We are. It's, it's, it's not very much, but it... Uh, you don't do this for the money. No, but just in terms of giving your time, it's not like you are making a financial, uh, you, a financial sacrifice. You're really giving of your time. That's that. That is correct because some of my days uh, are four hours. Some of my days are ten hours. And when you made that phone call eight years ago, how long was it before you were behind the, the wheel of your car driving someone to their appointment? Oh, probably a couple of months. Uh-huh. So what kind of training or what, what was expected of you? What, what happened between when you made the call and when you started driving? Um, we had a two-day training course in Peterborough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't live in the city. And it covered all aspects of the Cancer Society. It, it talked about um, driving, a lot of driving tips, uh, a lot of do's and don'ts, uh, a lot of situations that you may run into with the... Um, uh, patient. Uh, it was very good. And then after that, we go on a buddy drive, which you accompany an existing driver who's been driving for a while. You you accompany that driver uh, with a patient, uh, and then you're on your own. Gilles, this, you're nodding your head. This all sounds familiar. <laughs> I've done many buddy drives. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've been at it now for well over yeah. 10 years. That's correct. Yes. And I guess you've had lots of buddies along with you too, Ross. Yes, I've had a few. I had one last week. Oh, great. Well, th- uh, thank you on behalf of the Canadian Cancer Society. It's, it's a great story. We appreciate you calling in. My pleasure. Thank you. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. We're here with our friends from the Canadian Cancer Society, Anika Austri, as well as Gilles Fechter, uh, who is a driver, who's been a driver for a long time. 
uh, in, in the Wheels of Hope campaign, driving cancer patients to and from their appointments. Gilles Fecto, you have been doing this for, well, we can talk about it in terms of years. We can also talk about it in terms of kilometers. You've added up the kilometers. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm kind of fussy on numbers. I keep track of things. And, uh, <laughs> as of uh, the end of the year, I had driven 59,206 kilometers. 59,000 kilometers. Wow. Yeah, and uh, helping, taking people to 2,400 appointments. That is just remarkable, isn't it? I would expect an IBM guy to be good at numbers. (laughs) All right, let's get back to the phones. Uh, Trevor in Coburg, you're on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back. What would you like to add here? Oh, I'm always grateful to hear of people volunteering at Canadian Cancer Society. I'm a volunteer also, but not in the driving aspect. I do peer support for Cancer Society. And it's one of the most rewarding things I could I could do. Trevor, tell us about that. What's involved in that? Well, first of all, you have to have had cancer and have been in remission for at least two years. And what the Canadian Cancer Society does is, if you if you are diagnosed with any form of cancer, what they do is they would hook you up with someone who has had the exact same cancer as you as close as they could possibly get, and will be um, taking the same kind of treatment that you're getting so that you would be speaking to somebody who has been there and has experienced exactly what you're about to go through. That is a wonderful program. Uh, I'm sure you've helped so many people. Oh, I've been doing it now for eight years because uh, I've been clean for 10. Congratulations. Oh, thank you very much. And as soon as I was able to, I thought I would love to be able to give back in, in such a worthy cause. Anika, what a wonderful program that is. Oh, yes, it is. And a lot of people consider it a lifeline. And that's what we do. We find cancer survivors and we match them with cancer patients that are dealing with the same type of cancer. And also we try to match their demographics. So if you're a single mother, we try to provide you with a single mother so that um, that has survived as well so that you guys can so they can really connect and um, provide that that support. Trevor, you must. You, I'm not going to say you're changing lives, but you're certainly giving people a lot of hope and a lot of uh, inspiration to carry on. Oh, it, it, it is. It is very rewarding. Um, the cancer I had so far, for, I think I've helped about 32 patients, mm-hmm. or I should say clients now, mm-hmm. uh, that I've been matched with, and. Fortunate, well, I shouldn't say fortunate, but I've, my cancer has been worse than anyone that they've matched me with. So right off the bat, when they tell me their story and I tell them my story, yes, they, they feel even more positive that they could get through this, knowing that mine was worse than their, their you know, that what they're going through. So it gives them so much more hope. And, and I can't tell you how many times people have called me their, their little angels and stuff. <laughs> it brings tears to my eyes and pulls my heart with warmth. Well, that's great. On behalf of all of us, thank you for changing lives, making people feel better, uh, all through being connected uh, with other cancer patients who've been through what you've been through by the Canadian Cancer Society. Thanks for your call and your story, Trevor. You're very welcome. Bye now. 
We'll take your calls until the top of the hour, 416-360-0740, stories of volunteerism, stories about specifically helping the Canadian Cancer Society. Maybe you were someone who was helped by the Canadian Cancer Society. Margaret in Niagara Falls, welcome to Zoomer Radio. Thanks, Jane. I just want to thank everyone there for what they're doing because I lost my mom in 2009 to breast cancer. And she had to go to the hospital three times a week for radiation. And I have problems of my own, and I couldn't always take her there. They were always there with a smile, helping her out to the car, helping her back home. And she always had positive things to say about these people. They were so kind. And from what she told me, every one of the people had lost a wife, a mother, Uh a daughter. And they were all touched. And it's reassuring to the family at home, knowing how well your loved one is being taken care of by these people. Well, sure, because you don't always, I mean, as much as everybody would like to take a a leave from their job and and help Mm -hmm. a loved one go to cancer appointments back and forth, many people don't have that luxury and they need assistance. It can be a time thing even more than a money thing. Definitely. And with me, it wasn't the money. It was the time because I had my own appointments I had to go to. And my husband, he was working at, well, he couldn't take the time off. That's right. And they were there. One phone call and it was set up easy. When I explained the situation, not a problem. They were willing, they stepped in within, what, a week's notice, really? Yeah. And we were very grateful, and I'm sure everyone else out there is grateful, too, for what they do. Margaret, thanks for your call. Thank you, Jane. Have a good day. Yes, you too. And Anika, thanks again to everyone. Yes, thanks for phoning. Uh, Anika, that's a good point, too. Uh, if, you, if you want or you need assistance in being driven, um, Margaret was just saying it was less than a week before that was set up where her mom was being taken. Mm-hmm. It's a fairly, it sounds like a quick process. It is. It depends on your region and um, how many drivers we do have that are available. So right now, we don't have the capacity to answer every request um, and to fulfill every request. So um, I think that, you know, it really does depend on the region. But depending on what we have in place, we'll do the best we can to get to get the service as fast as we can. Questions for our trusted contributors at the Canadian Cancer Society until 1 o'clock, 416-360-0740, Long-time drivers, Gilles Fecteau, uh, in terms of the time commitment, you say you do two days a week, but you can do even a couple of hours a week. Yeah, the, the majority of drivers, I think, do one day a week. Some drivers do half a day a week. Uh, the Cancer Society is quite flexible. You tell them the hour you available, and then they'll book you client uh, within those hours. Uh, they would love to find more patients to volunteer on Friday. Friday is always the, the day where patients can get right because there's not enough volunteer driver. But it's, uh, so that's a, that's a day. If Fridays uh, you're free, then that's the day the Wheels of Hope program needs absolutely. you the most. Um, and in terms of, of uh, what the drive or what your commitment can be and how often you can be out there. Gilles is saying even a couple of hours. In fact, right now you're in the middle of, of a day of driving people, right? That's correct. You, I drove a patient to the hospital this morning, and uh, he called me about 10 minutes before the program that he was ready to go home. Okay. So uh, once I get out of here, I'll be 
heading to the hospital and driving him home. So you're volunteering <laughs> and you're promoting and advocating. It's wonderful for the Canadian Cancer Society. Uh, let's talk about other ways you can help out. Uh, Anika, so we've got the Daffodil Campaign, Daffodil Month in April, um, where you're you're saying money can be raised and that you always need people to help raise money. Yes. Um, are there any other roles within the, the Daffodil Month that you need help? Yeah, so um, with Daffodil Month, we have thousands of volunteers out throughout the GTA selling um, selling the daffodil pin. And um, logistics are quite... Co- can be very complicated. <laughs> so we look for leadership volunteers in all of our communities across the GTA to help us spread the word and also help us deliver supplies to volunteers that have signed up to sell pins. Um, so you could take on a, a leadership role by hosting information sessions at your local library or community center um, so that people know what's involved with Daffodil Month and you can also help with distributing the supplies to volunteers that are in your community. So um, if that's something that you'd be interested in, you'd call the number um, and we would uh, be able to let you know when our next information session is for that. Let's get that number right yes. when you say it. one 939 To get involved, to volunteer, to give your time to the Canadian Cancer Society. one 939 3333 It seems to me this uh, Daffodil Month has been around a long time. I can remember the pins, wearing the pins when I was a little girl. Yep. It's been around since the beginning of the Canadian Cancer Society, which is over 75 years ago. Incredible. It must be one of the longest-lasting campaigns in the country. It is. I know it's our oldest uh, and largest fundraising campaign. So, yeah, definitely. And the connection with the daffodil, tell us again with the Canadian Cancer Society, how that came to be. Um, So when the Canadian Cancer Society first started, um, women would hold fundraising luncheons. And at the um, centerpiece of every table was a daffodil flower. Mm. And so that's how it became a symbol for the Canadian Cancer Society, a symbol of hope in the fight against cancer and show solidarity. When you wear a pin, you show other people that have been touched by cancer that they're not alone. Wonderful. Let's go to Ray in Brooklyn. Ray, what would you like to share with us here today on Zoomer Radio? I'd just like to share that I've been driving for 37 years. No kidding. That's fantastic. And uh, I retired from it now because I'm getting a little bit over the hill. Okay. But I started out in Ajax Pickering, and then Ajax Pickering was taken over by Oshawa, and so I carried on with there, and I tried almost, uh, except when we went to Florida, I drove twice a week for uh, 36, almost 37 years. For the Wheels of Hope program. Now, Ray, if you were to try to communicate a message uh, for other people to get involved to begin uh, the journey of driving for Wheels of Hope, what would you tell them? I would just say it's very, very rewarding. That uh, our family had been so fortunate. We have not been touched with cancer, but I got involved with somebody that was, and I got driving for that, and then from there on, I just kept going. And it's extremely rewarding to do it. Mm-hmm. And they're such wonderful, courageous people. I guess you, Gilles, in terms of uh, your similar shared experience with Ray, you probably are, are getting that same kind of inspiration from people who are fighting their cancer. Oh, yeah, like uh, uh, everybody is very grateful 
for, for the service we provide. We, I had one gentleman last week that was telling me when he can get a ride, it's $100 taxi fare to get home. And uh, so, so it's uh, and a lot of people think because they are in the city, they can just take the TTC. But unfortunately, cancer patients, generally their immune system is too weak or they have problem, mobility problem, thing like that. So that's not an option for them. Well, certainly. And, and yeah. when you're going through chemo and radiation, it's very difficult yeah. to get on public mm-hmm. transit mm-hmm. afterwards. I remember how it affected my mom when she was going through her bladder cancer chemo. You definitely need somebody there to assist you in and out of a vehicle taking care of you. You can't take public transit. All the more reason why they need the drivers. The Canadian Cancer Society needs drivers. Um, you speci- Thank you, Ray. Thanks for calling in. Well, thank you. Uh, Anika, you need drivers in specific areas as well of the GTA. Yeah, so um, part of, again, Daffodil Month, um, I mentioned before, getting supplies to um, people that are going to be selling selling pins. Um, We do have drivers that help deliver those supplies to volunteers. Um, So... We, and we have some of our volunteer drivers with Wheels of Hope that also help out with Daffodil Month, um, with the logistics of Daffodil Month as well. So um, once you become a volunteer with the Canadian Cancer Society, it's very easy to start volunteering in, in our other campaigns and the other things that we do as well because we have a lot, of, a lot to offer. Just a couple of minutes left here. I know some of our Zoomer radio listeners want to share their stories before we wrap up. Remy in Toronto, go ahead. You're next. Yes, um... I've been volunteering. Uh, I work for an accounting firm, right? Yes. And uh, for 25 years. And I, all my life, I've been doing volunteering, all sorts kind of charities, 17 of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've been selling daffodils as well in the office. Oh, great. And I was able to raise uh, almost $1,888. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's it's really a, good. a big job, actually. But you know what? It's good feeling to do this thing. Oh, Remy, yeah. that's great. What a great story. We've, we've heard from a few drivers. It's nice to hear from people who've uh, sold the daffodil pins as well. Yes. Yeah, I did that for many years. And I did the uh, breast cancer uh, doing the ribbon making as well. Yes. Mm-hmm. All done in our office. Well, oh, congratulations. Wow. And thanks for your time on behalf of all of us who've uh, lost or uh, have loved ones who've been through cancer. Because, you know, I was uh, being touched to give back because mm-hmm. my sister was diagnosed with breast cancer as well back home. Right. Mm-hmm. So right. anyway, uh, yeah. I, I turned around her life in a positive way sacrificing, calling her every day. And now she is in remission for seven years. Well, that is a great place to leave the conversation. (laughs) Thank you, Remy. You're welcome. And thank you to both uh, Anika and Jill for coming in and and, uh, sharing your stories and encouraging people to volunteer for the Canadian Cancer Society. My pleasure, my pleasure. Thank you. One more time, the number if you want to volunteer, if you'd like to be involved in the Canadian Cancer Society. The phone is right there. Give them a call, 1-888-939-3333, 1-888-939-3333. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. 
Idea City on the Air and The Garden Show.